Welcome to Parents Take Five, where we take five minutes of your day to share parenting and family tips that help you grow in faith. Here, we come to you in your car, through your headphones, on the go, while chasing your kiddos or texting your youth, wherever you need a little support in your day. I'm Jen Evans, currently serving as Associate Pastor for Youth, Young Adults, and Families with Young Children at Second Presbyterian Church in Little Rock. And your host. If you have any questions or have ideas, you can find the Facebook group for podcast listeners by searching for Parents Take Five, that's F-I-V-E, and the same is true for Instagram. With that said, I hope you enjoy this moment of sanity and growth catalyst. Don't forget to subscribe to my channel for more tidbits on the fives. Hey y'all, it's Jen. I am so glad to be back with you today. Y'all, I have a very special guest with me, uh, a good friend. His name is Court. And Court is one of the most amazing dads that I think that I have ever come across, honestly, Court. And I know that you may not think that about yourself. Um, but everyone around you sees how you are so faithful and you're a good dad and a good spouse and a good partner. And I, I just really wanted you on here to hopefully share some of you with us in hopes of us being able to glean something from all that you have to offer us. Cool. Well, I'm glad to be here. I mean, I don't, I don't see all the, I, actually, you know, based on what you said, I, I think I do know that I'm a pretty good dad. That's one of the few things that I really feel I'm pretty dang good at. Now, being a husband can be tough sometimes, and being the right husband or employee or everything else, I, I do feel like being a dad is something that that I do well. It's just everything else that I got to work on. <laughs> that that's, <clears throat> you know, that's a battle. I think Janet will tell you, oh, you may be a good dad. You ought to see sometimes at home when we. So that's. Jana is his spouse and parenting partner. Mm-hmm. She's also pretty darn amazing. Um, you have a great family. You want to tell us what you would like to tell us about your family? Um, sometimes for fun, people won't make up kids' names. Sometimes they just tell us their age. Sure. Sometimes whatever you'd like to do. Sure. Uh, so there's obviously there's Jana. It's my wife. We've been married for I think I think thirteen years. <laughs> There you go. There you have it right there. 13 okay. or 14. And then Tap is 12. Um, he's my oldest. He's at football practice right now. Then Meredith is 8. She's here at Bible uh, Bible school. And then Lucy's 5. And she's at home eating pizza poppers. So, <laughs> <laughs> and they are, they're my whole world. That's pretty much all that, that um, that's pretty much my drive. I'm not a... I think it's easier to, for me to be a good dad than a lot of people because, um, you know, I have a history of, of alcoholism and, and drugs, you know, but I've, you know, I've managed to be away from that for about 12 years. And when I got sober, um, they were kind of a security blanket and I just kind of latched on and, and that was what I had, you know, to really, so it, um, you know, I, I don't really want guy time. I don't, I don't think dads are bad that want to go out and have guy time and, and hang out I just I'm more comfortable 
when I'm with them and staying at home and 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 you do such amazing experiences with them that's one of the things I love is I love hearing about the things that you do together and it's not about how much money you spend or you know where you go to some crazy exotic place or you know it's just time yeah we don't have a whole lot of stuff we don't really spend a lot of money on they've never had a whole lot of I mean they've had dolls and, and toys and stuff but like taps rooms always been pretty bare he's never been into to cars or trucks or blocks or anything and it's you know we we would rather spend money on experiences and you know they last a lot longer than a toy that they're going to play with for 30 seconds and then throw it back and so we had spent so much time together in the woods and outside that that's kind of all he's he's cared about and you know the largest part when I got sober he he was a year old so he's never Mm -hmm. seen me you know in any kind of state like that so it's like when he when I got sober and started feeling better I was trying to make up for some lost time and and so we we just did so much he's never had video games we've never had any of that and but yeah we definitely would rather do vacations or weekends away and it doesn't have to be something expensive I mean just something to where we you know spend time together yeah I mean even I see pictures of you like going sledding with them or like like you're the big kid in line with all the other kids <laughs> to do whatever you guys are doing like it's it's amazing I love it yeah I mean it, it being a dad is, is you know you, you see all the things and you, and you see oh he's doing this with them he's doing that with them I mean it you got to kind of give yourself a break and other dads a lot of the stuff that you do you don't you don't feel like doing mm. a lot of the times and I mean I think I think a, a, a good dad or being a good parent you've just got to force yourself to do some things that you just don't feel like doing a lot mm. you know Lucy wants to wrestle and wants me to body slam her the second I walk in the house from work and she comes in and it swing me dad swing me on the bed I don't feel like doing that Lucy I want to go sit on the couch and chill and it's like okay I can come here and sit or my little girl that's probably not going to be small very long wants me to go flip her on the bed and so and I think there's a lot of stuff like that I mean it's you know I always tell dad take it easy man it's okay to not want to do not want to do stuff Mm -hmm. it's a lot of forcing yourself to to do it yeah so it sounds like there's really this dichotomy between doing things that you may not want to do to be present with your kiddos right and giving yourself some grace knowing that you're going to fall short of all that sure. at times i mean no it's it's easy and i do i mean i just like any other parent i fall short a lot you know and there's guilt when i don't but um you know i'd read in a, a book oh that's a few years ago that, that talked about kids kids have these two buckets that have to be filled. One of them is a, an intention bucket, and the other one's a power bucket. So, and if they don't have these buckets filled, then they're going to act out. And so, the attention bucket doesn't mean like you take all three of them to, you know, do something. Like they need their own. Like whether it's you just go five minutes or ten minutes, and do whatever they want to do, not what you want to do. And that's hard sometimes. I don't want to do what a five-year-old and an eight-year-old want to sit down. I don't like games. And it's like, well, let's play this game. So I really try to find a time whenever I can to kind of separate them 
and have those one-on-one times. And those are the teaching. I mean, I, we hunt a lot, and the, the conversations that I've had with each of them, you know, sitting a deer stand for hours, I mean, the life lessons that just come on. A lot of talks that I didn't, I had good parents, but I didn't get all these talks, all these, you know what I mean? These yeah. life talks about everything from, you know, being a bully to, to treating other kids. Don't be the kid that laughs at the other, like all this stuff that, yeah, we kind of know. I think a lot of parents may just assume their kids know that. I don't know if that's true. They may be great parents and, and have kids they think are great, and then they act a certain way at school. And I'm just like, I think parents sometimes may just assume that that's their right. kid would never do that. And so just different conversations like that and, and you know, about God and, you know, just, you know. I didn't get those conversations. Even though I had good parents, I think they used kind of take those kind of talks for granted, you know. They're going to start going through all these changes. All these feelings are going to change. They're going to start caring what other people think. There's going to be battles. And so that that same book that, that I had read that I can't think of the name of it now, but, you know, it said, like, have that talk ahead of time. Tell him, listen, me and you are fixing to start probably button heads. You know, set up this upfront contract about you're going to be feeling weird. You're going to be getting frustrated. Things are going to be are going to upset you that didn't used to upset you. And you're probably going to get mad at mom and me a lot, and we're probably going to get mad at you. But let's just understand that that's probably going to happen, and let's let's just be ready for it when it happens. That way, when hopefully those changes come, he's more, you know, willing to come talk to you and you know say this is what I'm feeling. And mm. you know. I, I definitely think he will be. I mean, yeah. think of all those conversations that you've had about everything. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, we don't hold any. We don't hold anything back. We. We definitely believe in being open and honest about almost everything. I mean, they they hear stuff at school. He's already hearing things. And he comes home and, you know, he's like, what is this? You know, what are they talking about here? And I'm like, buddy, let's, you know, we go past the the birds and the bees. And it's it's cute, their, their innocence. Because we had a long talk and, and we got into to sex and, and then safe sex and all that. And, and you know, why this and that? And he's like... So, and we're, you know, talking about, you know, safe sex to keep you from having a baby and, and all of that. And he's like, so if you're not going to have a baby and you put that on, why do you have sex? And I just, I just kind of started laughing. I was like, you'll learn later on. You know, it was just, it's like, why do you, why do you want to do it then? It's <laughs> like, a good logical a great, question. Great question, buddy. That's the, it's a good question. You know, um, so, yeah. yeah well, that flows nicely. We just had a sexuality and faith series right before this. So, listeners, you can certainly, you know, after this one, go back and, and listen to some of those as well. And, you know, if you're listening and you're wondering about this book, I assure you that we will post it. Um, Positive Parenting Solutions. There you go. It's actually a class as well. Like you can yeah. follow. It was. It was. Really, I was actually. I think I follow them on Instagram. It was really. It was really stuff. impactful. You know, and it helps you with making sure that you can fill those buckets and and how to do it. And you know, I didn't really get into the the attention part, but the the control part. As in, kids need to have some control over their choices. And you know, if you think about being a child or a five year old, your whole life is just do this, do this, do this. No, no, this, no. I mean, they need choices. I mean, it's as simple as like, you know, the kids always, I want to buckle myself into the seat. Do you No, you don't feel like doing that. No, I got it. I got it. I don't want to wait. I mean, to we let tapping them choose their own, their chores. Instead of just saying, hey, you're doing this and this. It's like, okay, here's the chores. 
what do you want to do? Taps, I don't want to pick up dog poop anymore. I'm like, cool. What do you want to do? I'll put the dishes up. All right, Meredith, I'll take the trash out. You know, so that control, you know, helps them. Instead of just saying, this is what's for dinner, and I know everybody's, you know, going to be like, well, my mom was, this is what she cooked, and that's what we ate, and that was like it was for me too. But we try to like, okay, well, here's some options we could have. You know, do you want this? Maybe we can do that. Oh, yeah, I want that on Thursday. But that's what's beautiful about this podcast, really, Court, is what is working for some people you know, might not work for everybody. No, absolutely and not. And so, you know, that whole what I put in front of you, you're going to eat mentality yeah. might work absolutely. for some family. Um, but it doesn't, clearly doesn't work for, for your family. And I, I remember thinking, and um, I'm sure my listeners have heard this story, um, when our first child was born, um he would eat his broccoli and all the great things. And I remember thinking, I am such a good parent. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? You well, laugh. That... I remember thinking, I got this. And then my youngest came along and I realized, no, <laughs> I do not. And that each of my children are way very different. Um, and parenting is very different. Yeah. It's just different. Well, I can't wait to see... Uh, how your kiddos continue to continue to grow uh, because they are certainly blessed with great parents. Um, And thank you very much for your time and spending it with us and helping us know how to be a better parent, hopefully. Um, And so I I really appreciate your time. We really appreciate everybody up here and all the work that you guys put in. You guys have a huge impact on their life. It's outside of us. I mean, everybody that puts in all the stuff with the kids' work and the youth people, I mean, y'all have a role in it too. And so that's a big part of our life. So we thank y'all just as much. Mm. We're all doing it together. Yep. We're going to get there. Thanks, y'all. Until next time, see ya. I hope that you've enjoyed having a few minutes to help you recenter, refocus, and reflect on family and faith. As you think of questions or ideas that you'd like for me to explore on the podcast, check out Instagram and the Facebook group to reach me. I hope that you'll take five with us again.